Good afternoon, ladies. Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Because Mom Said So. How is everybody? <laughs> Awkward silence. We just said we don't have those. I we know. Never it's never awkward when we're silent. Mm-hmm. We're usually eating or drinking. Yeah. When it's silent, right? I, th- I think it takes us by surprise that there's a moment of silence because we're we all are talking over each other because we have so yes. much to say constantly. So, yeah. <laughs> what? What? We're quiet. Right. <laughs> So I'm so excited for you guys to meet my friend. I love him so much. He makes you feel really like calm and it's the weirdest thing. Like when there can be like, cause I've been to parties when he's been at parties and it's been like burger and he just sits there and just like is smiles and is calm. And I don't know if he's reading us all or what, but. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, Melissa, tell us a little more about him and where you met him and what he does for a living. Is this his living? I'd rather him tell you what he does for a living. Cause I'm going to botch it up, but his name is Justin. And I met him at Michael Feinstein's house, which He's an amazing celebrity. I mean, he's amazing. He works with Liza Minnelli and all those people. He's just in our group of really awesome group of friends that I made out here. So let's bring him on and I'll have him introduce himself. I'm so excited. How is everyone? We're good. Welcome to Because Mom Said So. So we normally, I'm going to tell you, I'm actually wearing a bra because I usually am in my pajamas and I don't even brush my teeth at this point, but I actually did kind of you know just a t-shirt on but so you should feel special dustin melissa did that for you not for us you're making (laughs) me feel so much more welcome like i just got out of the water surfing (gasps) and i thought i was going to be late and i'm like i just quickly like put a shirt on quick to jump onto this thing and now i feel so much better yeah and you didn't need a shirt just saying Okay. (laughs) We would still allow you on. Yes. (laughs) So Dustin, this is my girlfriends, Jill, Holly, and Kelly. And everyone, this is Dustin. He's welcome. Hello. Become a really amazing friend to me. Nice to meet everyone. You too. Tell us about yourself and what you do. Oh boy. I never know how to answer this question because it always seems to be different. Well, what I currently do is I read the energetics around people, places, things, and I can explain that. I mostly read for projects now. Um, I help people. So since the age of three, I sort of had this ability and gift to just sort of see colors or ethics and energetics around people, places, and things. So my parents would have, you know, uh, a new person come into the house, like a friend, or they're very social, and I could just feel them out. And, and I couldn't just see things around them. I would feel how they would feel. I'd literally take on the energetics of that person. So we call that today an empath. And uh, someone that absorbs energy dynamics, houses it in their field, and their system, and can sort of feel what that person's feeling. And then later in my career, I actually hid from this thing. I never wanted to be in the holistic space. I just thought it was kind of awkward and weird. A lot of people didn't believe in it, uh, especially religious people. And they, you know, they have their ideas of of what that is. And and so I hid out in corporate America. Um, So, you know, back in the day, my title was, you know, marketing strategist for a software company. Um, I've, I've been a creative director. I've been, I basically hid out in software companies or Uh, in different various industries, some of it in the government space, some of it in uh, oil and gas space, some of it in just some of the most, I guess, denser areas in a sense where those belief systems didn't really exist. Um, So I was really hiding out. 
And uh, and then eventually, I I think I got fired from an, another job, and they're just like, your heart's not in this. Like, go do what you need to do. And I said, you're exactly right. I've been I, it's been a disservice to you and myself. And so I eventually went out on my own and just said, you know what? I'm going to do what this sort of God given gift is, this ability, and I'm going to help people. I'm going to use it and be of service. And so that's what I do today. I, I help and I connect with people. And I again, I read projects. I have directors that come up to me, so I'll read film projects. I, I work with tech companies now, but I read out their, their sort of organization and, and if people are in the right departments or if their go-to-market strategy plans are correct, um, I can feel all that out and read all that out and take my background and abilities and sort of merge them and, and again, help that. I work with celebrities. I work with uh, famous musicians. Um, I work with uh, basically anyone, creatives, pretty much anything because everything's energy and I can sort of have a knack for reading it. That's wow. Amazing. It's so awesome. I, wow. I, I know. I sat down with him and it's what? really funny. So we had a dinner. There was maybe 10 of us at dinner. Justin. Yeah, I think so. And he and I sat across from each other and it was like no one else was in the room. He and I connected. It was like, oh my gosh, we were meant to be friends. And it was such a nice, wonderful night, wasn't it? I mean, you were was... my saving grace. <laughs> well, because we're not but, you singers. Know, you go to some of these things, yeah, and you don't know, uh, you're invited to these dinner parties and, and you don't know a lot of the people, you know, you know the host, but I didn't, I walked into a room of, you know, I don't know anybody. And then somehow it was in the beginning, but we just locked eyes and I'm like, I, I know you. And yeah. then we were sat next to each other and we continued. And then afterwards we went to the, the entertainment room and we were, you know, there was a singer and stuff. And we just sat next. It was just like, like this from the beginning. Cause I don't sing. I wish I can, but it's really cool. So they <laughs> play the piano and then Mark Cherry, who's an amazing person, he started to sing and I was like, what? And then Michael was playing anything you wanted on the piano. And I just sit there and just enjoy it. But um, yeah, we really connected and just became fast friends. And now we have a nice group of, amazing friends. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so lucky. Such, such a blessing to just, again, I, I look at those chance meetings, like, is that orchestrated? Is that, you know, divine source coming through and giving you that partner, that sole partner that you may have needed? Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I know I, I work around the clock and I'm always with clients and I work always working on projects and I'm bouncing around between LA and Hawaii and New York and bop, bop, bop. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds fun, actually. Yeah. It's, it's oh, no, super it's fun, but you also, you know, it's like it's if you're always putting enough service to others and you're working with clients and then you kind of go back in the hotel room, it's just, you know, it's nice to have when you're met with some people and you're like, oh my gosh, you're like my soul family. And it just adds to yeah. your life and what you get to do along with your personal life and, and having wonderful fast friends. I know. It's wonderful. Wow. It's so wonderful. Wow. So you travel around. Do you have a family? Um, I mean, I have an, I have brothers and sisters and parents. I don't have my own family. I'm not married. I am single, and I don't uh, I don't have any children. Uh, yeah. I used to have a big, fluffy, fuzzy dog, but my schedule doesn't uh, sort of allow that. So I, I do bounce around a lot. Yeah. So it so it allows you to travel like that. That's who you are. It's what you do. You tra oh, mm -hmm. it's so interesting. As you were describing your abilities and your your talents, and I, I was so intrigued because when you described, it, I was like, oh my gosh, it sounds like an empath. And then he was like, well, we would know now as an empath. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, I did it. I never, it was just so incredible because I try to explain that to people. And sometimes people are like, what? Because I don't know what that means either. But I never heard of it as being described as like in colors or like that way. I was like, oh, that's an interesting approach. So I'm sure your, just your definition of an empath is way more advanced and probably accurate than mine because I'm just, I've 
followed it and people have described it. And I know my daughter is an empath and I know I have empath tendencies, but she's like really on that scale, but she does the, the color thing. It just intrigues me. So please enlighten us about the definition and all of that. I mean, I can do my best. Uh, <laughs> you know, to me, I look at everything as energetics and I look at, um, you know, I just finished a book on this um, and I'm, I'm working to publish it, but where we talk, I talk about the uh, different levels and layers of energetics. So to me, it's just sensitivity development. So I believe all humans are empaths. All humans do read and sense energies. You're doing it right now with me. I'm a new person. I'm coming onto your platform. Your, your psychic abilities or psychic senses, if you want to use that word or anything, really. We all have psychic feelers. We all have these sort of, we're feeling vibrations of things to one another. And so there's a transfer of energetics with every human. Every time you put yourself, every time you sit down and watch a movie, there's an energetic process happening. You're absorbing the energy dynamics of that tone or that tonality of that film. And so mm. some humans are just a bit more sensitive or naturally tapped in or tuned to this, you know, these frequencies. So they're just more affected. So that's why we say, oh, well, I'm an empath. Well, everyone's actually an empath. Everybody absorbs energy dynamics. The question is to what level and to what frequency. So sometimes we have people walking around, they're quite dense. They're not sort of tuned in and tapped onto their, they're not tuned into their emotions. They're not self-aware. They're not, they're not evolved in those ways. So they're just not feeling it. They're sort of, you know, in a different denser place. But as you take that same human and you start to sort of point things out and show them, you know, hey, you can, you can, you know, this is that and that is this. And then they'll start being more aware. And then that illuminates their system, which then they just start tracking. And every human has this. So your daughter would be naturally sensitive or highly attuned to where energetics or force can bombard her sometimes. And so when you continue to move up that development ladder in a sense, then you'll start seeing colors kick on or you'll start mm -hmm. seeing the colors that are already there all the way around us. So when I work with clients, I'll sometimes, you know, work with someone and they'll have a, they'll come and sit in front of me and without asking them, I'll just see like a deep red in their chest. And then, and then I'll see images or pictures like, like liquid, TikToks, if you will, like little images. It'll show me, oh, it's heartbreak. It's a relationship. It'll show me them grieving, or it'll show me the scenario of what that energy or that that color is tied to and where it's housed in the biocomputer. I sort of believe that we're all in an avatar, you know, and this thing that we're in, we're the being in the body, we're the, the driver in the vehicle. And this thing is AI. It is intelligent. It's not like our physical cars. It's way more intelligent. It's alive. It breathes for us. It beats the heart. It expands the lungs. It does all these wonderful things automatically, but it also records everything. So everything that you've ever done, all the frequencies that you've ever processed. Now, not all of them are still lodged in the system, but it remembers everything. So it remembers what you tell it. If you tell it, uh, if you say to yourself, I'm a great person, you know, and you point out those wonderful things that you're great at, it will kind of record that and it will want you, it will sort of track more of those things. It will, mm. you'll train it. That's interesting. So everybody has it. Everybody well, so is a human being that has energetics that can, that, that we breathe in and out yeah. energetics daily and feel energetics. Now, see, this is interesting to me because I would say a narcissist, I would find that to be very, as being like on the other side of it would be very ch challenging to have that because I think they lack a tremendous aptitude. Empathy and everything. They're hiding out. Maybe they're, they're hiding. hiding out or they're shut down and probably some sort of trauma came in and yeah. it totally shuts down the whole computer system or they don't even have access to those areas mm -hmm. of themselves, which are emotional areas. So they wouldn't be able to receive love. 
So they almost become sociopaths in a sense where they don't, I mean, to the extreme, I think that there's labels of stuff, but we have these degrees. And when you go into the next degree of something, so the more shut down they are, the less access they have to their tonality of things. Mm -hmm. They can't feel and perceive energetics. In fact, they would think it's all hogwash. It wouldn't even like entertain the conversation because their survival mind says, oh no, wait a minute. Um, that leads to heartbreak and total devastation in the system. We've already experienced that at a young age. So they could come from a, a, a you know, a broken family. They could come from an, a, a really hard alcoholic stepfather or someone that beat them or whatever that is. But when we come in as kids, you see kids, I just walked by, saw them on the beach. They were all happy and playing with one another. It didn't matter what color the skin was. It doesn't matter what age, you know, mm-hmm. they're all in the same age range. They were all just very happy playing with them. Lots of love happening on that beach. Well, it's as they move through life and they go through trauma, that trauma shuts down those different compartments and then they don't have access to love or receiving love. And then that's where the problems start to become issues and then we you know become our narcissist or we become you know we fall into these grades i believe but can you like can you teach yourself to get back to that point though like you said if somebody has trauma can you teach them yeah i mean i do believe you can share stories you can you can help point things out and what i do is when i sit in front of a couple like yesterday i just worked with a couple one was a producer and the other woman was probably in a job that she should have left two years ago and without them saying anything i can detect these things i'm sort of like a diagnostic machine i'll just start looking in the system i'll have put place hands on certain spots and then i can read out the system and see where they're shut down and closed off now they walk into my shop saying, oh, well, we're in the happiest stage of our lives and, and we just want to get a read us out. And I said, well, why would you want to do that? You know, why, why, <laughs> you're, it's great. Why would you want to come and have me poke around? And what really happened was when they sat down, she was actually closed off. Her whole emotional aspect was closed off. Now they're lying to themselves and saying, everything's great. Everything's great. Everything's great. Now they're trying to tell themselves that they're trying to tell the biocomputer everything's great. Mm-hmm. But the system, the avatar says it's not great. We actually have some a load of energetics that we need to cleanse and clear out of this spot. And when we do that, then you'll really be great because you can receive and feel love. It's sort of like you can buy a Ferrari, but if you sit in it and you have to tell yourself you're buying a Ferrari or you're driving a Ferrari, as opposed to being in one and just feeling the, the, the you know, the fast speed or whatever it gives you, um, there's a difference between that. So to me, it's working with people and helping them identify what they need to let go of and what areas those are lodged in. And then as they sort of move through these solutions, then their system becomes more free and clear and it's, it, then it has room and openness to love and to love themselves and, and others again. Melissa, I know we've talked about Ravella before. We have promoted it before. We have both tried it. And I'm telling you what, I have seen results. In less than six weeks. So women out there, stop feeling powerless over your hair loss. Take back control with Ravella. Ravella is a beauty and wellness brand whose mission is to find new innovative ingredients rather than just remixing old ingredients that have been used in cosmetic products for decades. At the heart, Ravella is a biotech company. It was founded by Harvard, MIT, and Princeton scientists, oh, smarty pants, who were researching (laughs) cancer therapies, all for drug discovery. Then when COVID hit, their labs shut down for the pandemic, so they got together to see which industries needed some 
serious help, and they found out quickly that women's hair loss has been in dire need of effective alternatives for over 40 years. It works for all different hair loss, such as stress, genetics, vitamin deficiencies, hormone imbalances, postpartum, menopause, birth control, etc. Yeah. Because your hair does fall out at those times. You know, it depends on your hormone level. For sure. And you know what? Some of us might qualify under a lot of those mm-hmm. things you just described, you know, hormones, mm-hmm. stress. I mean, all of it. Genetics, vitamin deficiencies. We may all have that. So it, it's so effective that people are seeing results in just six to eight weeks. Ravella conducted a six-week clinical trial on women ages 20 25 to 65, where 97% of the participants reported thicker, fuller, or healthier looking hair in just six weeks of using the product daily. Just go to getrivella.com to see the before and after photos. It's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. The best part is the amazing 60-day guarantee or your money back. All you have to do is make sure you take before and after photos and track your progress. So it's amazing. I've been using it for a couple months now, and I have actually baby fine hair right here yeah. growing. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? And I use it every morning. I just kind of incorporate it in my daily routine. It's greaseless. It's like kind of water, but it doesn't really wet your hair. It comes with the little rubber scrub that you just, so you don't have to get your hands all in your hair. You just put it on with a dropper and then rub it in with the little round rubber brush and style your hair and you're off for the day. No one will know you have it on your head unless you start having this gorgeous, luscious hair and people are saying, what are you doing? And you can say, ah, I use Ravella. So Ravella is giving us a discount code. It's Mom Said So. Go to getravella.com slash Mom Said So for your discount. Now, once you find their dark spot or their red spot or their, I hate to say problems, but what's wrong? Do you, do they stick with you through the process or do they find a different like a outlet to learn to deal with it and live with it. Do you know what I mean? Do you just bring it to their attention or do you see them through? Yeah, a lot of times I see them through. Um, oh. And I, my idea is sort of like, you know, if we find a, a bird on the beach that has a broken wing, we, we you know, you bring that in, you house it, you, you know, you, you, you do all the necessary things for the amount of time until it can sort of build that strength and go and fly again. And, and, and then life itself will now unfold in different ways because the bird can fly again. That bird's experience won't be on the beach wounded anymore, where it can't fly. Yeah. That that bird's life will now open up to a place of flight where they can go anywhere they choose. And that's how it is for us. As we unlock these emotional traumas and triggers that we have, basically the traumas and then triggers set them off the patterns and programs. And once we do that and release them fully and truly, that broken wing sort of gets mended then you, 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 all of a sudden, you, you're not sitting around the home sort of feeling bored or flipping through, you know, TikToks or things that, you know, you're actually wanting to get out there and live your life. You're not watching TV around the clock anymore. You're literally going and living the lives that TV provides us to watch, you know. So uh, to me, it's a way of helping sort of wounded warriors or wounded humans and then uh, helping them release so they can go off and live a full life, be in love take up salsa dancing, you know, skydive. I don't so know. So interesting. So Melissa, I can see why you love him. <laughs> I know. And it's just when you're around him, it makes you feel like a person. I, I can't explain it. It like makes you feel whole because yeah. I can be myself, you know, because I called him last night 
And I just talked, I mean, we talked for so long. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I got to go, you know. Dustin, put her on the clock. Charge her. <laughs> no well, freebies. Two nights, two nights ago it was. I know it was like midnight. I'm like, wait, because, you know, I was just coming back from an event. But you feel so comfortable with just talking. He doesn't judge. I, I love people that don't judge because, you know. Well, because the world judges, let's face it. Everybody mm-hmm. judges. Yeah. Whether they have the right to or not. And, you know, mm-hmm. they just do. It's. I don't know if that's part of human nature. I don't know. But how interesting can I, can I ask? So you've had this from when you were three, you felt, I think you said you felt you knew something and your parents knew something, but you kind of hid from it. Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for all the kind words. It's very heartwarming. (laughs) Um, It is. Uh, It's nice. You know, I feel that we come in with it. You know, my first experience happened when I was three. So imagery kicked on. Yeah. And what I call this clairvoyance, or we all have, you know, some of us get a knowing. So there's the, the four clairs that light up in us. We can sort of clair, uh, clairvoyance, clairsentient. Uh, basically, people can feel out different things. And some people walk down the street, and they just know they got to call a certain person at a certain time. And, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I was just thinking of you, right? But uh, for me, it was age three when the vision kicked on. So I was literally just laying in uh, my bed and it was time to go to sleep, but, and the room was dark, but all of a sudden the wall lit up and I can remember it like this. This was like a movie. And at age three. Yeah. Fascinating. And you remember that, which is crazy. Yeah. Vividly. Like it was yesterday. Fascinating. Yeah. And that vision and image was actually, you know, it was, became valid later on in life. So it actually came to be. But for me, I feel that people come in, it's sort of like a piano player, you know, like our friend, uh, uh, Michael Feinstein, he, he plays that he came in and he doesn't read music. He just, Mm. he plays it by ear. He's very talented. I feel he, you know, singers come in and, and they just naturally have this beautiful voice and they can sing. Dancers come in and they just know how to dance. They teach the world how to dance. Um, I feel that we come in with these strengths and abilities. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody has ability. Some people come in with great empathy. Um, you know, like Mother Teresa used to just go in and give love. She used to just sit with people that were extremely sick in areas that, by the way, uh, with viruses that were very contagious. But she would shine in so much empathy and love where I believe she radiated that signal so with so much potency that, you know, wherever there's high, the low sort of moves away. So, so she just gave that much love and empathy to those people, never contracted any of the, you know, the viruses. So to me, people come in with these wonderful purposes. I, I believe we're all sort of part of this puzzle that, that snaps together a little bit. And there's no chance meetings. There's, there's no coincidences. And when we want to really change our lives, we do it from the inside out by moving through the traumas and triggers and things that we've absorbed and adapted. A lot of people have programs that are running in them that are their parents, or they adapted from TV, or they pulled from a character or an icon of some sort. And they're not even them, they're just mimicking, you know? So a lot of times people are like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to sound like my mother. And what it is is- (laughs) I do that a lot. (laughs) You are, because you're taking, you, you, at some age, you pulled, you absorbed her, you mimicked her, and you pulled her program into your biocomputer. And then you are actually, when, when a trigger happens, boom, that program wakes up and it just comes out, you react. And it's actually not you. It's a program that you adapted, mimicked, pulled in house. And so, you know, she probably got it from her mother and so on and so forth. Wow. Can you see anything with us right now? Like through, I mean, I know you can't touch or anything like that. And he touched me. He just went like this to my shoulder and my knee. And I was like, okay. And it was so neat. Like I could see your face changing when you did that. Yeah. 
which I thought was really interesting. I was like, oh, what is that? Am I going to die? Or, you know, that's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh no. Um, yeah, you know, to me, it doesn't really, it doesn't matter. I work with people all over the world. And again, I reach, you know, it could be a project that they have. And they're like, you know, I have this thing. They just tell me the name of whatever the name is. And, and I can just, I just, when I tap in, I just see the energetics of it, everything that it's comprised huh. of. And so we all, again, you know, can feel this. A lot of times people give words of wisdom to one another and they're just tapping in and feeling what the solutions are, what's needed. And so, you know, I don't always have to touch people. A lot of times, like when I'm put on the spot or if we're, we're crunched on time and we're in person, I'll mm -hmm. quickly just touch them because it's a currency between, you know, we're, we're sort of these energy beings and you're an energy being. If we touch one another, now there's an energetic currency where I can just, it's a modality to get in very quickly. Um, but when I sit down, I mean, right now, I just see four smiling ladies looking back at me. <laughs> we're happy. Best behavior. We're not saying like, you know, we're not being crude or you know, our new normal. Self. No, but I mean, when you tap in, you really, you know, you really start looking at things and yes, then I'll start detecting things in the system and then in the, in the bio, you know, in the bio computer and you start to see where, you know, move through and find solutions. No, I love wow. the way that you framed it because to me, it sounds so similar to emotional intelligence. So it's the idea that the ability to read people and people talk, often talking about IQs, but there's an emotional IQ that people can also have and the ability to read situations, read people and understand. And it, there's so much um, value in emotional intelligence. So a lot of, I mean, you're, you're using different language and vocabulary, but it's very similar to what teachers and people who work with children and counselors would refer to as well, because mm. it's a certain level of aptitude and being able to be sensitive to that and knowledgeable of that. And it's usually a, a greater indicator of success than some of the other things that people put such a high value on when they're talking about achievement. You know, it's funny when Holly's talking about that, um, and she knows this, it, it always bothered me that I never went to college. I always just wanted to be a mom. It was just my dream to be a mom. Um, and sometimes I regret that. And I said, I never, I don't have any gifts. I don't have any gifts. And that's something that I always said, but I know that I do. I have such an intuition. It's really weird. I have like kids can bring their, a boy over and I'm like, uh, -uh he is no good. Like I feel <laughs> And I think that's my gift. I really do have a strong intuition and I love that gift. I think God gave me that. You do actually. When we work That's together, Melissa, I, I I think we referenced that a little bit because I, I was when I were I was reading with you and um, I was looking into things for you, and that was one of the things I remember. I don't remember a lot of people's. I don't really keep it right. I walk away and I don't keep it, or else mm. my memory banks would be totally full. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but but I remember that one thing that stuck out is that you were very. I remember saying like you could almost do what I'm doing now because you read out people. You're really good. And again, we all have. Some of us are just really sharp at this. And mm -hmm. and it's not a other thing. It's it's a lot of times like I like to think of it as like your car comes with GPS system in it, right? Um, your car comes with certain features. Well, so does this thing. You know, it's already hardwired in to the system that we have clairvoyance or that we have these abilities, you know, to read and energetic, read energetics or, or sort of sense things. It already, it's already built in. Now it depends if you have the software package loaded, you know, so what I talk, what I mean by that is, are you tapped into the thing that the body already has features and functions, you know, and capabilities. So to me, it's, it, you know, belief system can cut that off. If you're like, well, I don't believe in that. 
Well, okay, then you just cut yourself off to, um, uh, you know, something that the body and the system naturally does every day. It breathes in, breathes out. It does the same thing with food. It takes nutrients in. It discards what it doesn't need. Um, it does the same thing with energetics. When you walk around into stores or shops or go visit people, it's all an energy exchange. Those, those rooms or those shops or those homes that you walk into are filled with energetics, the people who have been in that uh, shop. Um, but it, <laughs> basically, you're, you're collecting all the energetics anyway. And sort of, um, you know, the way I like to say is like they have the term, uh, you know, you wash the day away. So if we take a shower before we sleep, you're literally washing away a lot of the static that you've picked up in your energy field or the biocomputers picked up and it helps that system sleep in the night. So typically hmm. when you go to sleep, the system goes to work and it starts pushing out energy dynamics that it doesn't need, just like it does with food and nutrients. So it's already a mechanism that does all of these things for you or for us. The only problem is, is if we don't, we're not aware of these sort of intelligence or, or emotional intelligence that we absorb and we just think, oh, it's an off day when really you've collected some things that you need to sort of discard that aren't even yours, by the way, you probably collected someone else's drama, trauma, you know, whatever. Wow. And the system's just trying to get rid of it. And you're thinking it's you and you identify with that trauma and drama. You could say, well, we just come from a family of hard asses. Well, maybe, <laughs> or just a family that really not aware that they can actually release a lot of the trauma that they've collected. And by releasing, they actually become very warm hearted individuals or a warm hearted family. So things like this. Jill, this is one of my favorite things. Um, never get tired of a good whodunit. Then you'll love June's journey. You play as June Parker, an amateur detective, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. It's so fun. You'll need to find objects hidden in scenes and full of little detail before the timer runs out. A variety of game modes and puzzles await you. Oh my gosh, you know me. I love a game. Sometimes I have to delete it off my phone because I get so obsessed. I've seen you get obsessed. <laughs> so now you're obsessed with June's journey. Yes, I love it. And it's free to download. So whether you're craving a good mystery or just need to get away for a while, June's journey is the perfect game for you. Sit back, relax, and let your inner Sherlock escape to the glamorous roaring 20s. And there's new chapters every week. So there's always a new game waiting for you to be cracked. Um, you can chat and play with or against someone. I did not know that. And you just have to join the detectives club. I have to do that. I'll play with you. I'll play. Okay. Did you know, Melissa, June's Journey has 30 million downloads? Wow. So I think you can probably find several people to play with. <laughs> For sure. You can help June relive some of her fondest memories with the new memoir feature. Piece together her past to complete gorgeous albums and unlock exclusive awards like Island Beautifications. Let your imagination run wild by decorating and structuring your island to your own tastes. That sounds so fun. It's so fun. So I usually play it before I go to bed. And I'm like, okay, just one more scene, just one more. And I'm like, oh, no, just one more. I have to get through this one. <laughs> yeah. So you sit up all night playing June's Journey. I love it. So find your inner detective. Download June's Journey today. Available on Android and iOS mobile devices, as well as on a PC through Facebook games. How did you learn all this? Did you ever 
study it or did it, is it just so natural to you, this gift? Um, well, I mean, I believe that we all sort of move through it. I think it's about being aware. Yeah. Um, so I would, when I was hiding out in corporate America, I knew I was hiding out. I and like I was in a relationship that didn't believe in this. The family did not believe in this. They were yeah. from, you know, the South, nothing on the people in the South. I love the South, but they just said, no, that's voodoo. That doesn't, yeah. we don't believe in that. Oh, um, in fact, if I had told her and opened up and been my full self on date two there, or one, there would have been no date two. But I loved this person so dearly. And we had such a wonderful connection. I was willing to hide the biggest part of me to still spend mm -hmm. time with this person, this girl. Um, and so, you know, to me, we learn through life, sort of those life lessons. Yeah. And then when I came out and just said, you know what, I'm going to, this is for service. I have this thing. I don't know how it works. I'm still the biggest, like, I'm still like, are you kidding me? How did that work? Like I'll predict things out of my own life, like six months. Actually the same girl now, she's like, I don't know why you get all excited when it happens. Like when you'll see something and then three months later, it happens like verbatim. He's like, I don't know why you get all excited. Like it happens every time. <laughs> <laughs> she believes You're in right. me now. But she oh, does know. So she She's knows like, you I'm like, well. it's so extraordinary. Like it's extraordinary. Like I never, I'm still baffled. I don't know how it works. I can sit here and say, well, it's energy and we exchange. And I believe in all that, What you know, the exchange of energetics. But also like how brilliant is it that we can perceive things down the line before they come into the physical. And if we all sort of I'm led by real. these abilities and you know opened up these emotional intelligence, like you're mentioning Holly, the, 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 because we have a physical body, but we have an emotional body. And that's mm -hmm. the thing that's sort of reading things out like this, right? Emotional intelligence is reading things and either shuts down because it doesn't want it or it opens up because it wants love, it wants those things. Mm -hmm. And when that's illuminated, we become vibrant. Have you ever met like a partner or someone that you're like, oh my God, and the moment you meet this person, you're like, I feel like I can do anything. This is what people, this euphoria, when people fall in love, they, they meet their partner like, oh my gosh, now I just, I want to do the arts and crafts I've been put, not wanting to do before. I, I want to do that. I'm going to get that new job I've always wanted. You know, you just get illuminated by the energetics yeah. of that meet cue. And to me, if we all walked around and tapped into our higher selves and sort of were more emotionally aware and wrestled, you know, let go of those things that don't behoove us anymore, our past patterns, the whole world would, we would end, you know, poverty overnight. We, we, we would do things from the heart. We'd be a society that actually changed the world because in the planet that we're on, because we know that the planet itself is a living, breathing organism and it feels things. So, you know, and it has intelligence. So we would all be way more conscious of energetics and we would know when to hmm. sort of do certain things, when to say yes to certain business projects, when to say no, we would all feel things out and we wouldn't do it just because it looked good on paper. I have a whole business based yeah. on it looks great on paper and no, then they come to but it all falls apart. And it's so funny when you say that, like Dustin, when, like I'm, when I'm with the boys, you know, I say the boys, like when we go to Michael's house, I feel like so energized. I mean, it, and it's weird. You feel like you could do anything. I, it's because of, all What's all the, the acceptance in that room? Maybe no judging. Everybody's different, yet you all have so much maybe in common. Yeah, and on Saturday they have a I lot of creativity. I'll tell you oh, that house and that, that room. And when <laughs> Melissa bet. comes over, so much creativity. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and I'm usually the only girl, which is fun. Wow. Um, but I know I just go around the room. I'm like, how are these people so talented? And I don't have any talents. I'm like. I'll just sit here and enjoy it. I sat beside him while he played the piano because he's going to teach me how to play the piano. Not with those fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you have a lot of talent, Melissa. Take that back. Yes. I don't remember <laughs> your sister just heard you say, I don't oh, have Oh, no, talent. I have so much oh. talent. I'm a great singer. 
Let's put in it the out shower. There in the world. Maybe. Well, yeah. maybe your your talents are in other things. Yeah, everybody yeah. has a, has some sort of talent. Would yeah. you say it might just not be the one they want? Like you know, <laughs> like singing or acting or dancing or playing the piano. You know, or they haven't discovered it yet. You know, I have a grandfather. Yeah. I had a grandfather, and he, he finally retired, and he didn't he didn't think he was that creative. And it was in retirement in his mid sixties where he just because of boredom he sat out and started carving a bar of soap. And just <laughs> well, that turned his whole rest of his retirement, the rest of his life, to the day he died in his mid eighties, um, that he became a, a, a wood carver and a very oh like a, a well, gosh. really well done. You know, he would do all sets of uh, films. He would take uh, plays and he would do the cobblestone woodwork, the whole cobblestone, you know, courtyard with the buildings. And he became a woodworker. And this whole hidden thing was inside of him, That's and he didn't, he didn't think he was talented. Oh my God! It's in there. It's in there. You just yeah, gotta let it find it. Find it for me. <laughs> it's there. So can I ask a question back to the panel? Yeah. Can I ask? What is? Does any of this resonate, or is there any? You know, what is this? When I talk about energetics and energy and all this stuff, what is that? What does that spark in you? Does that resonate at all? Yeah, absolutely. For me, I would I would say I don't like I like you said I don't use the, the same terminology or book vocabulary but the whole idea and I'm not on that level yet maybe because I haven't unlocked it I feel like I'm like doing a video game or you know going to candy crush of emotions and I'm not there yet but it, it feels as though just thinking up from like what I know about being an empath I mean I respect your definition of um, everyone being at different levels of that being sensitive and being aware of um, like some people like Melissa and others are very good at reading a room and high a high level of that and sensitivity. I see people who like my daughter who can read a room very well, but it's also very draining. So being in certain social um, situations just takes a lot out of her. Like I'll tell people I'm a, an extroverted introvert. So I can grade in a social setting, but it takes so much out of me because I don't like anything on a superficial level. So if I'm asking you questions, I'm sincerely interested. I really am. I do care about you. I'm not just being a superficial, making small talk. But by the time I'm done with that, evening or that event, I'm absolutely trained and exhausted because it's just not that I'm trying to read people, but it's just taking a lot of energy out of me. So what you're talking. Yeah, that's just that's I love it all though that you have that. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, but I don't see colors or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. At all. But so I do get it. I do see value in it. I use different language to explain it, but I do see, I do get weird, and I don't have the gift that you have where I can see into their, like, I don't know if I'm using the right word, like the future, I can't do anything like that. It's just like in the here and, and, and now in the present. Yeah. And what you're doing it though. And to me, it's an ability that, that strengthens, right? It's like, you know, going and doing laps in the pool. Maybe you do three the first day and then eventually, you know, when you stick with something and you start to become more aware of it and you work with something, like my grandfather did, he started with a bar of soap and then realized he had a talent and be, so cool. created these productions of wood. It just advances, you know, with surfing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I sucked in the beginning when I was a kid. And then, you know, you just get better Working at, at surfing. It, yeah. so, so so really it's about being more aware in my mind. Now the energy spectrum, like colors exist. So like when water hits the sunlight a certain way, we see a rainbow. You know, to me, those colors, those energy dynamics are around us all the time. And, and, you know, we're just sort of, we, we create, we put water and sunlight and we just, it shines that, right? It creates that. To me, looking at the colors, you know, 
it's like the color spectrum. So it, uh, colors typically run from really high pastel colors. Those are the high luminous colors. And then when, when the blocks and trauma start to come in, it's typically those same colors, but they're darker. It's a darker blue. It's a darker red. It's a dark, you know, nice. there's sort of the trauma sits in the darker uh, color spectrum or energy spectrum. And so, so the colors all mean something different. They all mean something different. So in it, to me, they're ever changing. It's very much like a haze. So when you're moving through something, let's say you go on a jog or a run, or let's say the four of you ladies go out and you're doing a power walk in the neighborhood and you're kind of talking about things and you're getting things out, you know, your energy would have changed when you were tying your tennis shoes before the run and by the time you're done afterwards. When I see surfers come out of the water, their face is gleaming, like they're just smiling naturally. The ocean and the negative ions just naturally cleanse their energetic and their and their field up. And basically, when they're out there, a lot of times it's meditative. They're, we're working out a lot of life lessons. Like every time I'm in the water, I'm learning the life lessons. When I'm catching a wave or I didn't catch a wave or the waves are almost pounding me against the rocks and I have to get past, you know, whatever it is, I'm constantly, I'll get out there. I'm like, oh, wow, that, okay, I now life just taught me that lesson. And these are meditative forms. So to me, life itself is built and designed to sort of soften our edges by moving us through lessons and programs like curriculum, like school. So when we move through school, we hopefully come out, you know, better than when we went in. Not, not, it doesn't, that grid system doesn't fit everyone, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter because life itself is that schoolhouse of learning, in my opinion. And these circumstances and ways of living will ultimately sharpen you or hopefully allow you to build the strength and independence to get out of toxic relationships and scenarios to gain, regain your independence and become a stronger human, which again, there's a lesson in everything. I love that. I love the idea of becoming a stronger human, you know, someone where you can take rejection or judgment. And, you know, when I go someplace, I, I want people to see me for me, not to judge anything that I've done or said or who I am. I want to leave a good impression, especially for but us. Sometimes, we yeah, are, but it's, it's hard. Us. They're like, you're the, that dance, that crazy yeah, you're the mom. crazy mom. That's I'm what like, I get. You're the crazy you're mom. The, I'm oh, like, yeah. no, really, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> see the can of worms I just opened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and no, we can, but you, I yeah. want to leave a good impression, and I want people to know that I'll give anybody the benefit of the doubt. But sometimes, for me, like Holly's an amazing communicator. Like she knows Mm -hmm. what to say, how to say it, how to get her point across. I I feel that from you, Hall. Well, all you guys, but sometimes I have Mm. trouble getting my (laughs) my feelings or my point across or out there. I just want people to know more about me, not what they might think of me. I don't know if that makes sense. Because Dustin, people have their ways about us. Like they all think that we're certain people that we're not because of our our TV show. So it's... That's probably to me, though, that, you know, Jill, that to me, that's something that that gives you the ability to become a teacher. You know, if you if you've you've made certain choices and decisions in your life to become, you know, public with your life, which isn't very easy to do and ask anyone who's probably grew up through that. You know, you can ask Justin Bieber or anyone that started really young and sort of had to grow up in front of a camera. It's all out there. But to me, going back to the teacher bit is, you know, you're allowing you know, if people judge you, that's being the teacher in a sense, people will judge you, but you're helping them maybe work through judgment. Cause maybe down the line, they'll realize, oh my gosh, I shouldn't judge. You know, to me, that God essence, that God source, God doesn't judge us. God just sends light and love regardless, because even to a murderer, 
And yeah. to me, that's a bold thing to say, but even to a murder, because God's light and love would say, well, this is a human still trying to learn, still moving through their development process, still needing, you know, they have, they have a lack of love. They have a lack of light in their life. To me, God doesn't judge anything ever because it would just say these are humans trying to work their things out. And if, yeah. if there are other humans judging you, then those humans just need to work on, you know, really more self-value, self-love, self-care, because then they wouldn't uh, judge another person. Yeah. I believe in worlds where, you know, advancements in worlds, maybe we leave this one and there's other worlds where humans don't judge one another. <clears throat> you know, we mm -hmm. get to a place where there would never be a human taking another life from another human because mm -hmm. they would never take that, that gift away nice. from that person. Mm -hmm. You know, they would understand that that person is perfect and illuminous and they would never take that away. Yeah. To me, you know, those, those are possibilities, hopefully through, you know, we, as we evolve. But to me, you get to be a teacher because you put yourself out there, you're bold enough to do that. And you can be sort of that rock in a sense. Now you'll start to have to do some things to help move through some of these things that they don't bother you, but you, it's a chance to me, I look at that as a chance to become a teacher to others. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's so interesting. Just, it's, just, it's my, just the perspective yeah. on it, you know, I don't know. It could sound nuts, but I just, to me, not it's- No, no, not at all. Because a lot of times people who will judge or say, oh, I never knew. I'm like, because she didn't know me. You judged you me. Didn't now exactly. you know me. Exactly, exactly. You know, yeah. or you never asked. I just want to always leave a good impression because I see, I really love to see the good in people. But I'll be honest, sometimes it's hard when they're like being nasty or, yeah. you know, judgy <laughs> or I'm like, oh, I can't deal with that right now because I don't yeah. want to go into their darkness. I'm trying to find my light. <laughs> and what are some, how do you deal with that? How, that, uh, this question's to everyone yeah. really, how, how, you know, you're out there in a public way. How do you cope with that? What are some of the modalities that you do is either together or independently. I, call, I do call people out in a nice way. Like when people say something rude to you, like, oh my gosh, you shouldn't wear that. You look fat or, you know, you're not a teenager. Someone said that to me the other day. You're not 18 anymore, Melissa. And I'm like, no, I'm not, but I feel great. That's what I said <laughs> to them. And they're like, yeah. ah, ha, ha, ha. I was just kidding. So they were saying it nasty, but I came back to them yeah, right, in right, a kill. nice way. You kind yeah. of come back. And I feel that people typically will say something nice to you. Even though when they're real, I could tell she wanted to be, she was saying it nasty, but I just came back nicely. And I think people change their ways if you're nice back to them. Yeah. Wait, who said that? That's mean. It was on Instagram post. I had a cute oh, outfit okay. on, like my little okay. tennis skirt. And someone said, you're not 18 anymore. I'm like, no, but I feel great. You know, like, <laughs> that's all I said. So Indeed is so great. I think I've told you before, but my girlfriend Tiffany has used it for years. When you're looking to improve, look for the improvements that build on themselves, like hiring for your business. Get better at hiring. You hire great people faster. You grow businesses and get to keep on hiring. So how do you get better at hiring? You need Indeed. Yes, Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. It's so nice because Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from 
cooking to coding. So it doesn't matter what you do. Indeed assessments help take the stress out of the interview process. Your candidates get to prove themselves before you interview them. And you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. With Indeed Assessments, you can select for the skills that matter to you most. Add from a selection of over 100 hard and soft skill tests to your job posts and hone in on the candidates with the right skills faster. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring partner, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's according to Talent Nest in 2019. So join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash mom. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash mom. That's indeed.com slash mom. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So when we talk about energetics, high energetics. So when you when you come from a higher, a more luminous standpoint, the low can't get in, uh, right? So the low it. energetics, negative energy cannot exist within the same energetics of high potency or luminous energetics. It doesn't work. It's just, it's like two magnets pushing the other way, right? So when you come back with love and genuine love, by the way, and you come back with positivity, it really becomes a lesson for that person. And they realize, oh my gosh, I was being negative or whatever their, their daggers that are coming at you won't, they won't go in and they won't penetrate your field. They won't disrupt your day. You know, it, it, again, it, to me, you always come from, if you always come from a higher ground, more luminous sort of ideas and thoughts, the low things can't quite, they can't get in, you know, yeah. it, it's just an energetic, it's just an energetic mismatch. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Sometimes people don't understand like our passion for certain things, for our children or for anything, you know, your, your passion for wearing, looking great, Melissa, and wearing something to show off your body, for example, mm -hmm. that, that could just, you know, that comes, that's just what you want to do and who you want to be. And some people try to shut you down from it you know, take it away from you. I was at home in Pittsburgh. So people are different in Pittsburgh than they are here. And I was wearing a mask. You didn't have to wear masks anymore. I was in the grocery store and there was this guy, this huge guy with Texas on his shirt <laughs> and, you know, big guy. And he just looked at me like, why are you wearing a mask? And he looked at me and I knew he was going to say something to me. And I went, hi, how are you? And he went, oh, hi. And he just yeah. walked and he like put his shoulder back and he walked like, and I was like, see, I know you wanted to be nasty to me and say, why the hell are you wearing a mask? But I was you like, scared oh, it out of him. <laughs> and he stopped him. I laughed. I kind of like, kind of danced yeah. away. <laughs> That's so funny. That's funny. I always follow. No, it's, I think it's good because I think I look back what my mom always says is lead with love. That's how she just like, you know what? Do not absorb that is your mama. it. That's my mom. Do not engage yeah. with negative energy because you don't want to absorb it. That's it. <laughs> I don't want that yeah. energy in my life. It's so, true. That's it. Yeah, it's true. Your mom has coached me before, so I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me too. Generously, I'm still learning. Because she'll remind me sometimes. Because, yeah. you know, it's just, you, you just get so, sometimes you get frustrated, <clears throat> you're angry, and, and people don't. Especially when they, they make judgments about us as moms and what we should do. You should be thankful. You should be grateful. You should do this. You should all the things we should do. 
I'm like, wait a second. You don't know our stories. You mm-hmm. don't know us. You don't know the situation or anything. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I get frustrated. And then you just, you get, you can get so easy to get into that cycle. Yes. And so I kind of just take a, a step and a moment, a breath. Yeah. And just, <laughs> which is hard, <laughs> rather than just jumping in and responding. But you're right. And I, I think we all go through that. So I get it. Especially mm-hmm. us moms. People people don't know like Dustin you don't know no one's gone through what we've gone through and we've had kind of a crazy life together and people don't know it unless they went through it with us um but but they think they know it if they saw it on tv yeah and really what they saw isn't really truly I mean emotions were real and we're not actresses but they felt they knew us and they they really yeah mostly didn't (laughs) For sure. No, who we are and what we stand for as a parent, as a mom, as a friend, you know. Yeah, I, I can totally see that. And, you know, I, I uh, grew up a lot or I spent a lot of time in Laguna Beach. I used to live there for a long time and they would film certain shows around there. And oh, yeah. um, I remember I was just sitting about just a chair away. They started we were all already there and a film team. They came in and two people sat behind us and they sort of said go and then the two people were kind of going at it and then the camera stopped and they shut down and then it looked like it was a big fight and then oh boy is everything okay and and then huh. the two women were getting drinks afterwards and laughing and yeah. talking, and I was like <laughs> yes. what's on here and they're like oh this is a episode of Real Housewives of Orange County and I was like oh okay so yeah, they that kind is of went so the, funny yeah and it, it just I was like oh so it, well, that wasn't a real fight they're like no 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 that wasn't real they were having drinks after they're like they're friends for real no they used to say no dinner That's until you funny. guys fight. And we're like, what? And then we'd all yeah. go out to dinner together. I mean, it was just stupid, but yeah. And so to me, it look, it's, it, to me, it, it helps, you know, I think again, it helps people understand that, you know, you can still have friendships. You can still have kinships. There's, there's rock bands that, you know, eventually break apart and hopefully they work through their stuff. And then a lot of times they come back and do these bigger tours and, you know, mm-hmm. and they continue on together and they realize that they're actually here for service for the people to give, you know, to, yeah. to use their talents and abilities to, in whatever way that is to give out to the people. So to me, if your ultimate message is love, the you know, Beatles would sing about this a lot. And I think that's what makes them still popular this day. Um, but you, you're really giving out genuine love. And again, it's what you broadcast out. If you're, you know, you have a wonderful podcast now and you're talking about genuine love and you're talking about coming back to people with, you know, positivity when they already are throwing daggers at you. To me, that's radiating out energetics that are positive, you know, positive positivity and positive love and genuine love. And to me, at the end of the day or at the end of a life, when you can look back and say, you know what, I did the best I could. I, I gave as much as I could. Um, I loved as much as I could. Oh, I grew I through that. that. Yeah. It was a refinement yeah. process. You know, none of us come in with all of our mm-hmm. stuff worked out. I believe we're here to work those things out and it's a refinement process. <laughs> and so that's why we can't judge ourselves or anyone else because everybody's at a different vibrational level and a development level. And so there that. shouldn't be any competition with one another and, and all of this because they're at a different level, you know, different grade. Hmm. Great. I love, love that. it. You're That's- so darn smart. Yeah. You're oh, so smart. You stop it. Dustin, so thank smart. you for coming on. We really appreciate uh, you taking time. And I could talk to you for hours, but maybe uh, we yeah. can have you back sometime. You're yes. so wonderful. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and I'm happy to come back anytime. Um, I'm getting you. ready to launch a book soon. So maybe when I do that, oh, and I'm happy to come no. on we would love to. Yeah, so if you absolutely. want me to read and work with you, I'm happy yep. to come on and we'll do some readings or whatever. Yeah, like I want to do a reading. 
Let's do that. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be so and awesome. you're fun to look at too. I mean, he's kind of, he's a little cute. <laughs> a little cute, but how smart are you? I love who you are. I love your business and that you didn't, you quit hiding from it. Thank God, yeah. right? Yeah. He's definitely you have a blessing. so much to offer mm-hmm. others. Yeah, I think Way it's you're on that diving board and like, you know, eventually you're too afraid to dive. And once you dive, you're like, I did it. And then everything opens up and I get to come on podcast and talk to wonderful women like you and meet wonderful people. And and it really opened up. So whoever's out there listening, just face your fears, get over it because life gets so much better afterwards. Uh, Tell us your Instagram real quick. Yeah, I was going to say, how do people get a hold of you to have a reading or something like for our guests if they want to get a hold of you? To find you, yeah. Sure, yeah, absolutely. They can go on some um, um, Instagram is uh, Dustin James Intuitive. And uh, along with my website, uh, actually, my Instagram is Mr. Dustin James. Yes. Uh, Sorry about that. I'm I'm bad with this. Uh, So my Instagram is Mr. Dustin James, just M-R-D-U-S-T-I-N-J-M-A-S-S. And uh, yeah, the handle on there to my website is on my Instagram. Um, And then someone is trying to talk me into getting into TikTok. I think uh, Melissa might have even nudged me to do that. (laughs) We're going to do it. We're doing it. We're going to get you. Mr. Dustin James. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay. I love you all. Thank you so much for having me. Love you. I'll see you soon. Thank you. All you need is love. Thank you, Dustin. Oh, I love that. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Because Mom Said So. Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can ask us questions or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us on Because Mom Said So 4 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tune in next week because I'm a mom and because mom said so. Thank you for joining us.